and Sarah talk about songs. Mark and Sarah talk about songs. Mark and Sarah talk about songs. Mark and Sarah talk about songs. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Mark and Sarah Talk About Songs. I'm Sarah D. Bunting, and I'm here with my co-host, Mark Blankenship. Hi, I'm happy to be in the place where you live to record I, this episode. I see what you did there. Uh, today's song is, of course, R.E.M. Stand. It is a listener request from Jessica A. Jessica, thank you so much for submitting this, um, I think, in like April of this year. Yeah, it's, it's been on the docket for a minute, but Folks, we got there. we, we got do there. log all your requests. It just sometimes takes us a while and in our own in our own sweet uh time so for this the last mass test of 2016 uh a time of year when we're taking stock of the place where we live uh we thought we would have a look at this listener request uh let's listen to a clip and then discuss First REM I owned. Um, I this owned it. Single or this, the Green album. This album. I owned it because Sassy told me to own <laughs> it, um, and because it seemed like I needed to at least know some REM to ever hope to be cool. A lot of that didn't work out the the way I uh, was hoping that it was going to work out. How did you come to this song when you first came to it? So, um, growing up in Southeast Tennessee meant that I was relatively close to Athens, Georgia, where R.E.M. Sure. was from. And this was a period of time when college radio stations were breaking artists. Mm-hmm. Like, they made R.E.M. happen. They made 10,000 Maniacs happen. They made B-52s happen. Tons of artists really got their start on college radio. And when an act like R.E.M. was suddenly on a major label as it was finally for the green album. There was this sense of hometown pride that radiated outward mm-hmm. from Athens, Georgia, all the way up to Chattanooga. Like this band sort of came from our neck of the woods and look at how cool they are. Right. So I came to this song because I did plays at the youth theater in downtown Chattanooga. Okay. And even though I was in like fourth, fifth grade, there were kids all the way up to senior year in high school who were in the plays too. And all of the high school kids were on uh-huh. – all of the high school kids who came to do plays were on the REM tip. And I just, through osmosis, heard this song constantly. Like, I didn't realize that songs like uh, – like, uh, what is it? I think Hair Shirt is the last song on this album. Yeah. I didn't realize those weren't songs that everyone – New, because I heard this album all the time in the dressing rooms on the breaks. And so Stan was just presented to me as a song that everyone should ingest. But what I remember specifically is that this song was also one that I really genuinely liked. And I would sing to myself sometimes. I can remember being a kid in the shower, like a little kid. And I would... (laughs) 
<laughs> I would have, I, I don't know why I would do it this way, but I would take a washcloth and put it over my face and I would turn around so that I was facing a different direction. Then I would drop it and go, stand in the place where you are. And then you would cover your face and then pull it off. Then you'd be standing in a different place. It's, okay. you know, when you're a kid, your games make sense. Yeah. Anyway, that Sounds story was not that exciting. Though. Bathtub, soapy water. Yeah, that's... But the point is that... That's that, a that, life alert commercial. But that this song, though, it is just, to me, even still now, uh, all those all these decades later, still so delightful. I just think this song is so much fun. It's stupid. It doesn't mean anything. And the lyrics don't make any damn sense, just like in Fall On Me and half the other I great do, R.E.M. songs. But yeah. I love it. I do. I love that... Um... He, it was like a challenge among the band. Like, oh yeah, because they were having some discussion about like the monkeys or something. And Stipe is like, oh word, I I can write the stupidest possible song, and that it was like their most popular song to date. I think is what I read at that point in their career. Yes, yeah. it was up to that point their biggest hit. This song, it's funny. Like, I don't. I think that, like, that was a casualty of, like, I had my big rack of cassettes. And then when I, like, started changing over to only CDs, that was one that I was like, I don't need to replace this. Mm -hmm. Like, I tried with this, but that, the experience of that album generally was like, I don't mind this, but I don't love it the way I feel I, um, a poetry writing 15-year-old, am supposed to love this. Um, I like I tried. So revisiting this song was like I don't think I've heard the song probably in unless it was in some like I don't even know cheap mobile carrier commercial for some reason which I doesn't seem like Michael Stipe would permit. Uh, I haven't experienced it in probably twenty twenty five years. It was and the it theme was... song to some crappy Chris Elliott. Oh right right sitcom. right. Life goes on. Yeah, or that's life. Or that's something life. like that. Yeah, Life Goes On was Corky. Yeah. That's Life was Chris Elliott. And then the crossover event, of course. Just kidding. That didn't happen. <laughs> um, revisiting this song, like, brought me directly back to a certain time and, like, my third floor bedroom in high school and uh, having this on and, like, writing in my journal. And so that was pleasurable. It's a really well-built song i love at the end that sort of snarky like stand yeah yes i I think that's really like i don't know why that appeals to me like there's something about michael stipe that can be to me a little like pretentiously Mm off-putting um but that he would just do like just that dumb thing like meow i was like okay that's likable um but with all that said i don't i don't feel the need to like listen to the song again you know, for me, I didn't to... need to keep going on the album. It was like, oh, this was nice. I totally remember this. And then, oh yeah, that was funny at the end. Okay, now I'm good. I have to say that for me as well, Green as an album is the what I consider to be for me the essential run of REM albums. Green is the one I remove, honestly. Like, yeah. Because Document, every song on Document, which is the album that has the one I love and it's the end of the world as we know it and finest work song. Uh huh. Then there's after that. Out of Time, which has Losing My Religion and Right. Oh my um, God. God, Me and Honey is just a great song. And then oh, automatic... that's such a good song. Yeah, with Kate Pearson on it too. Oh my God, that song is so good. And then after that, you get Automatic for the People. And so I feel like this whole album, it's a little neither here nor there for me. 
Yeah. And I like I think what you said is true. Like stand. Oh my god, great memory, super cute. This was fun, but now I'm going to go listen to me and honey. Yeah. Again. Actually, I'm literally going to go do that right now. Yeah. Um so from me and honey to all you listeners, have a wonderful new year. We're off for a couple weeks. Uh we'll be back the first week of 2017 with who knows what? Who can say? Who oh. can say? I mean, we probably could say, but we're not that organized. So it's just going to be a surprise. What we can say, though, is it has been – Sarah, I will say to you, it has been such a treat launching this podcast with you in 2016. Oh and we're so you grateful. Too. I am so grateful, but I feel like I can speak for both of us. For all of you who are listening to us, commenting about the episodes, interacting with us, it's made it so much more fun. We have fun anyway, obviously, but it's so much more fun to know that you guys are out there having fun with us. So thank you so much for being part of this, and we will talk to you next year. Yes. Have very happy holidays. Be safe. Happy New Year. And we will see you in 2017. Mark and Sarah Talk About Songs is hosted by Mark Blankenship and Sarah D. Bunting and edited by Sarah D. Bunting. That's me. And today's theme song was written by David Gregory Byrne. Want to request a song or buy an ad? We'd love that. Email us at talkaboutsongs at gmail.com. Hit us up on our Facebook page, mastus.podcast, or tweet us at talksongs. We'd also really love to nab a top 100 ranking on iTunes Music Podcast Chart, so if you like the show, can you please head to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and a good review? It helps our numbers, and it makes us feel really good about ourselves. That is right. So until next time, this is Mark. This is Sarah. And this, and this is Mark, is and, Mark Sarah and Sarah Talk, talk About, about songs. songs. Oh, my God! <laughs> we, we will never do it correctly. It's part of our chart. Got to do Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.